Welcome to the Practically Speaking Mom podcast for intentional moms to build strong families. Last week in episode 85, Val mentioned her book, Wearing All Your Hats Without Wearing Out, and the first mom hat being the master gardener of your family. The responsibility of that role also encompasses the second mom hat she spoke of last week, Manager of the Monkeys, those daily tasks that so often feel like busy work. She gave many practical tips for tackling your to-do list while growing your family as well. Today, Val continues with the home manager mom hat conversation by unpacking a helpful system she uses to handle a constant source of stress and task management challenges, the mail. I'm so excited that we get to work on the next aspect of lassoing our life. What do I mean by that? I mean that we want to take control of our life so our life doesn't control us. I know you're listening to this podcast because you believe it is important to be intentional, to think ahead, to plan ahead, to make it happen, to have priorities to strengthen our family, to help our family thrive and become everything God designed us to be. We can't do that if everything is out of control. Today, we're tackling the mail and all of the papers that come into our lives as mom. Do you ever feel like you're like swimming in papers? Sometimes I do. Oh my goodness. We moms have so many papers we have to deal with every day. And today, it's time to take control of our mail and our papers that come as a constant stream into our house. Here's my motto for helping me with this. One and done. One and done means touch a paper once or as few times as possible and deal with it right away. The way I implement that in my house includes a few ingredients that I'm going to tell you about next. So if you were to completely implement my mail plan, then here's the shopping list you would want to go and pick up, or you may already have all of these items in your house to set up this mail station. And at the same time, it might be that you just want to listen to this and glean a few changes for your own system, or maybe your system's way better than mine. And if that's the case, I sure hope that you will comment back to me, you know, like in our Intentional Mom Strong Family community on Facebook and MeWe, you can get on there when I post this week's podcast and leave your comments. Say, hey, this is what I do to stay organized with my mail. I would love to know you guys' ideas. Okay, but if you were to collect the items needed to set up a mail system just like mine, you're going to want three baskets, five file folders, two calendars, uh, one of those calendars should just be a little bitty calendar, like a little pocket calendar, and a notebook or date book. If you do a date book, I don't mean a monthly date book. You want it to either be have daily pages or weekly pages. And of course, the final ingredients for organization, which is always an important ingredient in my life, and that is sticky notes. So we're going to talk about all of those things as we go through our mail system. But first, I want to remind all of us, why do we do this? Why are we lassoing our life? You know, you could just imagine that you're a little cowgirl for a minute here and you are, um, you got a lasso and you're just gonna take control of that life because we were meant for more than just getting by and barely treading water. Okay. We actually want to have enough time in our life 
to do all that God has placed in our hearts and our minds. Like he has planted so many seeds that are just, they just want to come to fruition, whether we have some creative things to do, or he puts a passion on your heart of ways that you should be impacting someone's life or equipping your kids to live out their passions. To be able to do that, we have to have some time and we have to have some peace in our life. We also have to have some clarity of mind. So last week when we talked about this aspect of the Practically Speaking Mom's Guide to Your To-Do List, so if you want to work on your to-do list, step back to episode 85 and listen to that one. But we're on to the second part of this, and that is really taking control of our mail. So first of all, if you're if your paper is out of control in your house right now, then I just want you to take a laundry basket or a box and put everything in it for right now. And we're going to talk at the end about how to purge or deal with this backlog of old stacks that you need to deal with. Uh, But for right now, let's just start with a clean slate, a clean countertop or table or bookshelf or whatever you're going to use for your mail system, okay? And of course, you want to try to keep tables and countertops clear for living life, but you need a little bit of a station, a little work zone when you're processing mail, okay? So anyway, step one, we want to get our first basket. And this basket, you you know on The Wizard of Oz, how Dorothy carried her basket with Toto in it? Her little puppy dog was in there. And so she'd, you know, go all around the, the land of Oz with her puppy dog Toto in the basket. And you want a basket like that for your kids to go out and get the mail. So that's something they can do in this process. There's actually a few things that your kids can do to help with the mail process. And that is one of them, because in all of the aspects of your life, you want to be thinking, is this a job I can do or can I delegate it to my kids, to one of my kids? And when you're thinking about that, you're not thinking, what makes it easiest for me? So then you're picking the oldest kid who's the most capable. No, you want to think who is the youngest one that is capable of this task. I want to give this task to them. And what that does is it helps to develop all of your kids. And we don't give tasks to make life easier for us, although that is a nice bonus to giving them these different responsibilities, but we're doing it because we want to prepare them for life. And if we don't give them work to do, if we don't give them responsibilities, if we don't follow up with those responsibilities and make sure that it's happening with excellence, with precise steps, then they're not fully equipped to do great things in life, okay? So we want to be looking for the different ways that we can delegate to them. Not an overwhelming amount. We have to keep it in balance. That is part of being what I call manager of the monkeys. And the monkeys are all these tasks and responsibilities that are on us. We are managing and overseeing all of these tasks. And part of that is making sure we haven't given too much to any child, right? So this last week, one of my sons graduated from college. 
Good job, Josh, graduating from Oral Roberts University. Super proud of him. And I only had one child in town the week leading up to that. And we were going to have two graduation parties for him. And we were going to have lots of relatives staying with us, okay? Uh, Like 15 or 16 relatives staying with us. So that's a lot of preparation, right? And so I just had one daughter in town to help me all week with that. I, of course, she was capable of more tasks than I gave her because part of my role is making sure that I am giving her a balanced amount that grows her life and grows her responsibility, but doesn't stress her out as well. So I'm not saying that, but we do want to always be looking for ways that we can grow our kids through sharing the responsibilities that we are overseeing and helping them learn to effectively implement So (laughs) first basket, you want to get your Wizard of Oz Dorothy basket and let them go out and get the mail and bring it back in. And we use a basket because I I want a basket with a handle because little ones can keep track of it a lot better than if it's some kind of basket or box that they have to hold with two hands. Now I'm using a basket because I don't really want them to drop my bills in the mud puddle. And I also don't want a little trail of mail all the way to the house from the mailbox, you know, these kind of things. And I also don't want the mail just coming in and getting sat down somewhere. And it just, you know, looks like clutter and and maybe even looks like trash or something when that mail has not even been processed. And so it's really important to me that it go in a basket and it stays in the basket until I am ready for it to go through the next step. So the next step, actually the next step I want you to do if you wanted to do my exact system for mail and maybe you don't want to, maybe you'll just, you know, be re-motivated about your own system and your system's better than mine. Super, that is great. In fact, if you have some good organization ideas for keeping track of mail and paperwork, I would love it if you would get on the Intentional Mom Strong Family Facebook group. Get on there and look for my post for this week. Um, This is episode 86. And look for this podcast post and then comment on there and say, this is what I do for keeping track of my mail and making paperwork simple for me because maybe you have way better ideas than I do. But if you want to do it just like me, then get five file folders and label one bills, the next one events, the next one important documents, and the next one things of interest. And number five is file it. Okay, so those are what you're going to label each one of those. And again, that's bills, events, important documents, things of interest, file it. Now, you're going to want to label those, and you're also going to want to have your next two baskets handy. One of those baskets is a holding basket. And basically, that basket is the, I don't have time to deal with this, but it's important. So it's going in my holding basket. That's the things I do not want to get lost, but I either don't have time to deal with them at the moment or they're important and they really don't fit in a category, but I need them to not get lost. So that is my uh, holding basket, okay? So I've got my mailbox basket and my holding basket, and then my third basket, which is my shopping basket. And that one does not have anything to do with going to the grocery store or anything like that. It's not leaving my house. My shopping basket is sort of like 
Well, you're going to put in it all of those things like the grocery store ads and the furniture ads and the coupons and anything that came in the mail that is of interest to you as far as, you know, it would be fun to see what's in that magazine. So magazines can go in there or I'm going to want to see what's on sale at Costco. So all of those kind of things go in my shopping basket. And what I can do is I can make myself a cup of hot tea and I can turn on my Practically Speaking Mom podcast and listen to it while I go through my shopping basket a couple of times a week or once a week or whatever works for you. So that's what my third basket is for, okay? So now I've got my five file folders. I've got my three baskets. You're also going to need two calendars. One of them is your family calendar. What we do is we keep a dry erase calendar that I found at Lowe's. Um, It's either $20 or $25. It's pretty big. And honestly, I want to go back and get either two, one more or two more because it's a one month calendar, but I would really love to have either two or three months that are hanging up on the wall. So it's dry erase and it's super thin and it sticks to the wall, but it's removable without messing up paint. So anyway, I found those at Lowe's. I'm sure they're available other places too. But that's my family calendar. So you're going to need a family calendar and you're also going to need a bill calendar. And I like to use just the little pocket calendars. Okay. And then you're going to be, you're going to need a notebook or a date book and sticky notes. So whenever, once or twice a week, I will get that mail basket and it's time for me to process the mail. So I get out those file folders and I get out those other two baskets, okay? And I'm going to do all of this at once. And you have to have a really strong rule with yourself that you're not getting in that mail basket unless you have time to process things, okay? Or maybe you're looking for a specific item, I get it, and so you pull that out and do whatever with it. But your mail should not leave your mail basket until you're really, really ready to fully deal with it. But you should not wait more than once a week to really go through that basket, or you're going to find yourself living at a place of chaos and stress and disorganization that takes away your peace, takes away your clarity, and you don't want to do that, okay? So I've got my five folders and my two calendars and my three baskets there, and I've got all my mail that's ready to sort, and here's what I'm doing next. I am only sorting. So I will take my ads you know, those shopping ads, and I'm sticking them in my shopping basket. And then, okay, here's an electric bill. So I'm sticking it on top of, I'm just laying it down on top of my bills folder. I'm not putting it in my bills folder. And then I am taking the next thing that came is a wedding invitation. And it that's an event. So I'm going to set it on top of the event folder. I'm not putting it in the event folder yet. Okay. It's just sitting on top of there. And then also an insurance advertisement came. So this is something I've been thinking about is switching car insurance. So I'm going to not consider that trash this time. And I'm going to set that on top of the things of interest folder. 
I'm interested in that, but the sky is not going to fall if I never, ever deal with that insurance advertisement, okay? But I am keeping it. I'm not considering it trash. Now, here's a something came in the mail that is they're wanting money for something. I'm not interested in giving money to that right now. So that's going directly in my recycle pile or trash pile, whatever you do. Or you could pull your trash can right over by you. In fact, what I have done for several years, and here recently, I guess I I kind of stopped doing this, but I did this for several years. With my five file folders, I kept a temporary trash bag. So a gift bag all folded up. And when I would get out my file folder to process mail every week, I'd open up that gift bag and it was my temporary trash bag. Then when I was done sorting all the mail, processing all of the mail, then my bag uh, was full of trash and I could either recycle it or put it in the trash can. So that's another option for you if you want to handle it that way. But anyway, I am making piles on top of each one of these file folders. I'm not actually dealing with any of them yet, okay? So now I've sorted all of my mail into these different categories. And now I'm going to start working with each pile. So at my house, I make a pile of important, you know, something that I want to shred. Like, for example, a credit card offer comes in the mail, Most of that goes in the trash pile or the recycle pile, but an application page that has some of my personal information on it, like my name and address, well, I want that to be shredded, okay? So that's going in a shredding pile. So now I have sorted all of my mail that I'm still in the process of dealing with, but I have sorted it all. And so from that sorting, I have a couple of things that the kids can do. One child can take all of the shredding mail and go shred it. And one child can take all of the recycling and go recycle it or put it in the trash. And then one child could take the shopping basket and put it back away. Okay. So now I've got my, I've got a pile of bills that are sitting on top of my bills folder. Well, what I'm going to do next is I'm going to open a bill. I'm going to write it on the bill calendar, the little pocket bill calendar of when it's due. And then now I'm going to stick it in that folder. If there's something more that I'll need to, like if I need to see that at the time when I actually am going to be paying the bill, then I'm going to stick it in the bill folder. But if it's a bill that there's really nothing more I'm going to ever need to look at that bill again, because just having it in the bill calendar is enough info for me, then I'm going to move that now to the file it folder. So this is a folder of things that need to be filed. The next pile that I'm going to deal with is the events. So I have put a graduation announcement and a a wedding invitation is sitting on top of my events folder. And also there's a camp that one of the kids is going to go to. And so that paper is sitting on top of the events folder. And so now I'm ready to take all of those, write them on the calendar, And there's some to-do list items with this because I need to RSVP for the wedding. I need to RSVP for this graduation party and I need to register my child for camp. So on my to-do list in my date book or my notebook, however I want to keep a to-do list, I'm writing in that RSVP for Dina's wedding, RSVP for Faith's graduation party, and sign Emma up for camp. 
Okay. So now I have put that on my to-do list and I'm putting it in my events folder because I don't actually want to throw those items away yet. I'm going to want to refer to that camp paper when I'm getting ready to register her. And I also am going to want to look at that wedding invitation when I'm ready to buy a gift so I can see where she's registered at. For example, maybe I need to see the location of where Faith's party is. So I'm keeping those important papers in my events folder, but it's not going in the events folder until I have written it on my to-do list. And bills are not going in the bill folder until I've written them on the bill calendar. And when I've paid a bill, I circle it on the bill calendar. So everything that is uncircled, that has not been circled yet, I know has not been paid yet. So that is my, you know, little verification system to make sure I'm staying on track with my bills. So now I've got a pile of important documents to process. And, you know, that could be I don't know, let's say that your employer has sent a note saying that you have to figure out what you want to go into your special flex pay account and the deadline is April 30th. So I've got this sitting on top of my important documents to process file. And so I write in my to-do list, flex pay, and then I stick that item in the folder labeled important documents to process. And then the last one is things of interest. And I gave you the example before of the insurance that maybe I'm interested in in shopping for new interest. So I am keeping a hold of that in that. So now I have filed everything, but I didn't file anything until I added it to my to-do list. Okay. So my to-do list, I told you guys last week that I put little Uh, labels by each thing. So like, if it's something I'm supposed to do online, right, it's going to have a symbol by it. Or if it's something that I need to get while I'm out, then it has a symbol on it for that. So anyway, these symbols are going to help you to do your to do list items at their own designated time as well. Okay, uh, let me just talk for a second now about, you know, if you're behind on papers, and so you've got a big pile. You just need to have have some additional file folders handy. Maybe some of the things in that pile that you're behind on is going to have something to do with taxes or, you know, just various things. But you want to sort all of that pile the way I just described to you for all of those other things. Okay, I hope that you find this helpful. And don't forget to jump on the Intentional Mom Strong Family Facebook group and tell us what you do to stay organized with mail. Val hopes you've found some inspiration today to create a time-saving system for dealing with your mail that also fosters greater peace in your busy days. Next week, Val turns her attention to Visionary Parenting, the third mom hat from her book, Wearing All Your Hats Without Wearing Out. You can find all Val's books, podcasts, blog, and other resources at her online home, practicallyspeakingmom.com, and follow her on Instagram and Facebook at practicallyspeakingmom. You can also connect with Val and a whole community of other intentional moms in her private Facebook group, Intentional Mom Strong Family. Val is honored to be able to encourage you each week in your worthy journey of motherhood right here on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family.